Flowers. I'm Caleb. And I'm Ellie. Uh, we're back today. Um, we wanted to share a little bit of a, an interview that we had that's a part of our membership program um, where we interviewed this foster mom named Hannah. Ellie, do you want to tell the audience a little bit about who Hannah is and what she does? Yeah, so we're giving a piece of her interview. We actually just like cut it out completely from the membership specifically so we could give it exclusively for all of our listeners on here. Um, so in this piece, we ask her a little bit about grief in foster care and surrendering our kids. Um, and it's just, it's so good. And it didn't really fit with our membership because this, this month we're highlighting building a foster care community. Um, but it was too good to like completely take out. So I wanted to give it to you guys here. And if you love it, then you'll love the whole interview because um, Hannah is, first of all, she's a single foster mom. She is a dear friend of mine. We were friends before we were um, foster parents. And she is wise while being humble. She is joyful. She like just, when I re-listened to it, I was like, we're talking about such hard things. And she is just still full of joy but she's vulnerable you know there's times where she like chokes up in it it's just it's so good um and she just loves the lord most importantly like and you can just hear that in her um and so faithful to him so i am so excited for you guys to listen to this piece and then if you want to listen to the whole thing you can sign up for our membership um, again, we're talking about building a foster care community, which is such an important topic. Every single foster parent um, either is missing a piece in their community or needs help on knowing how to do it better or knowing how to ask for help. Um, or you just are completely like, I don't have any community in this membership for this month. Like it's it's full of gold, I feel like. Yeah, so. there's a lot of really practical steps on what to do and. Yeah. And all that. And Hannah's testimony is just so powerful. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if um, you're anything like me, when you hit kind of the two weeks before your foster parent certification is due, you start to, like, have to figure out how to get all the hours and stuff. Um, and so this membership is actually a great way to get that. We do provide a certificate at the end that has, um, like, all the stuff on there that you would need for that if it's okay with your county. So check with them first. But um, how we created this was so that it was convenient for you, the, the learner, to be able to get the information. So you, when you get set up on the membership, it actually sets up to come through your podcast player on your phone. So you can listen to it and then pause it, walk away, go take care of your kids. Like get, the you know. same way you're listening to this, it'll come yeah. that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, – it's very, very user-friendly and helpful for you just to be a busy person, a you know, busy foster parent, and uh, still get the education and training that you need without having to click through, you know, 50 slides of a presentation you don't care all that much about. So, yes, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, so without further ado, uh, here is Hannah, and we will talk to you next time. Okay, I'd love also to talk about you don't have to, you know, divulge anything that's happened with grieving but like how have you walked through grief oh my gosh okay I never knew grief (laughs) (laughs) I never knew it Mm. and I mean I've had different things happen in my life but oh okay but um 
I had my first placement. Um, it just, she ended up not staying at my care. And I felt like God actually was like, wanted to release her um, to my sister, mm. which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and she, I wanted her. So foster care is about the kids. My mom just told me that. Mm. And I was like, that's so good. Like it is, we get so involved and we're connected. Yeah. But it's about the kids. Mm. And I really felt like she would do well in a big home, like mm. with a lot of love. And there was just me and I get this baby, you know, who needs a ton of care too, because every kid comes from hard places. Yeah. And, um, and so she was actually going to reunify and then it went to like an immediate switch to them asking me if I would adopt her, um, because something happened. And I just was like, whoa, I was mm. kind of freaked out, like, uh, can I do this? Like, I'm a single mom. I just didn't expect <laughs> expect it. And so then I just, yeah, I was kind of scared. And I yeah. think I was like, okay, what's going to be best for her? And mm. so then, you know, my sisters always wanted to adopt. And I was like, hey, would you guys adopt her? And they were like, yes. And so made the transition. And you guys, that was a hard transition. Yes. <laughs> it was so hard. And I never knew how hard it was going to be, um, to be fully honest. And I grieved so much. And I still do. I yes. mean, and I love her so much. And, um, uh, but yeah, grief was, I should, I wonder if I should share a funny story. Yes, um, do it. It's kind of hilarious. It's kind of weird. So you can I cut can't this wait. Out if you don't want to, or if you want to. But I remember just dealing with because grief, you have all the emotions, like yes. you know, the sadness, the denial, the anger, whatever. And I was like, it was kind of a unique situation because we're very close. So I didn't know how that was going to work, and. Um, but anyways, one day I was just struggling, like had some, I think I was feeling mad. I just was feeling mad. And this is weird. I had a hole in my pants, like a (laughs) hole in my jeans, like on my leg. And I literally just ripped the hole. (laughs) Like I ripped the hole and then I like ripped my jeans kind of off of me but I just was like "Ah!" and I talked to my friend who's a foster mom and she um she said I told her about it I was like I like ripped my jeans and she was like Hannah that is grief oh yeah but I was like it is like that was so weird you know grief is just so weird and it will it will hit you at sometimes like so hard Mm. and then and then other times you're okay And so, yeah, I definitely had to walk through grief. And um, that means you loved well, because Mm. if you didn't love, then you wouldn't grieve so much. And so, um, yeah, still like working through all that. um, And and it's hard. And I think every person who does foster care, I think in some way would um, know or meet or experience grief mm-hmm. um, because, you know, if a kid reunifies, you are letting that kid, you know, go. If they don't, I mean, that is hard too. Like yeah. adoption is beautiful, um, but in a perfect world, there would never be adoption. So yes, I don't know. There's just so many elements or you could grieve for the parents. There's so many things you could grieve for. So yeah, it's definitely been an interesting year of grief for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, and I've had to give myself grace for that. 
and also like be okay with um, my process um, because you want to celebrate like, yes, this kid has so much love, you know, mm. and that's wonderful. And like, whoa, this is hard. Um, I'm going to have to work through, you know, my heart and my process and that's okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So a little piece of that as well is like, what, what has God taught you about surrendering the kids in your care? Oh my gosh. So good. <laughs> That's hard to do. I know. That's actually like my word is surrender from the time I was like 16. And I was like, that's where I'll get a tattoo of if, mm. if it's, uh, if I ever get a tattoo surrender on my arm. But I think it's so hard to do. Yeah. Especially like for me, because I love this. I love mm. being a caregiver. I love being a of mom um and so when you're like okay I have no idea what's gonna happen with this kid that is so hard yeah like not be controlling of it too because you care about these kids so I think God obviously um had me you know I had to surrender (laughs) one of my kiddos and uh be like okay God this is what I feel like you're saying so I have to trust your plan your will And whatever that looks like, that's, you know, that's really hard. Mm. And then with the baby, I felt like he said the same thing. Um, Because our case, it was like, what's going to happen? And um, I felt like I didn't, you know, I'm like, I cannot lose. (laughs) It's just hard. It's just a hard thing. So God actually gave me the word for her specifically um, that she is like your Isaac, Mm. um, which Isaac had to lay the kid on the altar, you know, as if they're going to be sacrificed. Did they? No. Did Isaac get sacrificed? No. But like really surrendering that to God, mm. um, these kids to the Lord. And I do believe that like it's a balance because I think we have to advocate for these kids yeah. um, for sure. But then you also have to like trust God with what's going to happen with them. Um, and so, yeah, I think that it is very important. And one of my my friend, Amanda, who I ended up becoming a foster parent because of what she said, really, she always told me, like, Hannah, they are gods before they are anybody's. Mm. Like, they're gods. God cares about them more than we do. And I just had to stick that into keep repeating that in my mind. And was I always good at that? No. You know, it was like fear came in for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and you just want to be like, hold on or try to, but it's like, no, they're yours. And God does open doors and mm. he closes doors. I do believe that. Like, okay, he opens doors, he closes doors. You are about to hear the trailer for A Deeper Life Foster Care, the membership. If you're a foster parent, we hope that this makes you feel seen and know that you are not alone. I promise. I promise I will reunify this next one. Please don't let this current one leave. All the pain, all the confusion that I was feeling in this moment was totally worth me going through that so this kid could be in a loving home and then eventually be reunified. I think it's a great rule of thumb to not break birth order, but I also think it's a great rule of thumb to not take kids from their parents. It didn't like ruin our childhoods. I feel like it enhanced it. Hey, you know, Mr. Christian, pay attention to the least of these. And how empowering is it for an eight-year-old to feel like they have a legit ministry? We don't want her to sleep in the office tonight because that's what they told us was going to happen. You know, we're good for a week. I would do 
anything, God. I would do anything if he could stay. And the answer was no. To hear the rest of these conversations and gain access to even more encouraging content, go to flowerscoaching.com or click the link in the show notes to sign up for the Deeper Life Foster Care membership. Your foster parent journey is too important not to get the support you need.